chapter 21. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea than I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Also she had a great and high wall, with twelve gates and twelve angels at the gates, and names written on them, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. Now the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he who talked with me had a gold reed to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. And he measured the city with the reed. Twelve thousand furlongs, its length, breadth, and height are equal. Then he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of an angel. The construction of its wall was of jasper, and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light, and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day, there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But 
there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Jesus Christ is alive and He's the Lord God Almighty. The Father, Son, the Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He, uh, he's the wonder, most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. Lord, I bless those listening. I believe with them. You'll reveal Your glory to them. If they're not saved, save them. In Jesus' name. And Lord, send out laborers into the harvest fields in Russia and Eastern Europe and likely more than three or four hundred million people or more in that region. In Jesus' name. This is Wonder and Reality. My name's Jim. The beginning of this message was Revelation 21. It's it, the last two chapters of the Bible are glorious descriptions of the new heaven and, and new earth and of, and of heaven, really. I want to focus on one main thing in this brief message. The, gl the glorious splendor of God's majesty that fills heaven and that's in that description in Revelation 21. He's available on the earth. That's what humans were created and born to do is to know Him and to... Humans were born to fellowship with Him. He offers to fellowship. Those who make it to heaven will fellowship with Him for eternity. Like if anyone wonders, you know, what's it all about? That's the, the, the answer. Jesus is the answer. And, and just to, I want to repeat just, just some, some things from Revelation 21. So the, the, the New Jerusalem is pure gold like clear glass. And in verse 10 it says, The great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone clear as crystal. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with, with all kinds of precious stones. So, someone who's been to heaven says that so much of heaven is transparent. And, and all of this, the descriptions in, in this chapter, it's all because these things are made from God's glory. We know that on the earth, precious stones are very beautiful. Um, I actually don't own any. Um, but we see pictures of them and, you know, they are often various colors, but sometimes transparent, like a diamond is, tra it's transparent, right? It's, it's, um, precious stones are very, very valuable and much desired and, um, gold, of course, is probably the most valuable um, gold, uh, uh, as far as I know, is the most valuable precious metal. And so, I, I have not been to heaven. I have not seen heaven. But all of this is 
is it's all beyond words because his presence and glory is beyond human words and beyond description. I want to encourage you with that. If you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, anyone who know, who belongs to Jesus has that opportunity to experience his presence and glory on any particular day. It's up to a person whether or not they seek him. Jesus revealed that there's three realms of prayer. And he is the treasure that Jesus spoke about in the parable of treasure hidden in a field. That's the answer. I just want to keep repeating that. In this series, I've spoken about heaven and, and, and much about hell. It's, it's a very challenging topic and subject. In the coming days, I want to continue about heaven and hell and hopefully about angels as well. But, but in this message... I just want to focus in on that one thing. His presence and glory. When someone experiences Him in that way, they will only want Him and they will only desire Him. And that's, that's how we can do all the things God wants us to do. That's, that's the solution. The anointing solves everything. That's a great man of God says that. And it's it's so important we understand that often we try, you know, to serve God and walk with him. And at least someone's trying. But when we experience him, the Holy Spirit, the the presence of Jesus, we will naturally do all the things he wants us to do. And the list is a long, wonderful list. I mean, it's the greatest privilege to serve Him, to uh, first and foremost to know Him and to experience Him. And then, you know, some of the things that flow from that. Serve Him and, and um, seek Him. Learn from Him. Jesus said, learn from Me. Uh, come unto Me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. In fame, let me just repeat that. Um, he's Part of that passage, the, the come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Um, part of it is, uh, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Amen. So learn from Him. Walk with Him. Worship Him. Praise Him. Amen. Just welcome the Holy Spirit into your uh, day into your wherever you are worship Him praise Him Reinhard Bonnke said worship is the highest form of service to God and, and then here's one of the secrets of this um, God is spirit and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth and if and when someone does this on any particular day, they're actually doing what the Bible reveals. They are a living epistle. They are walking in the Spirit, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And they're literally doing it, which is better than just um, studying the Bible and reading about it. You know, that that's what... 
Um, so let me just state the positive. Anyone can do that. You know, so many... Uh, We move beyond trying to figure things out and study the Bible and, you know, have it all. Someone can know the Bible just in and out and know everything uh, into, uh, you know, intellectually. But God is spirit. And so the, I want to encourage you again, no matter who someone is, no matter what they have or what... They can actually be a living epistle and doing what the Bible teaches. Such as, um, and yes, we should always revere God's holy word and we go by His word and so forth. But like in the famous passage in Luke 4 when Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me. Um... He said that he was fully man. He's fully God, but he's we, because Jesus was fully man. We can do that same thing. Reinhard Bonnke in a meeting had everyone repeat, "We are anointed. We are anointed." And 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 again, when someone does this, they're actually doing it. You know, which is infinitely better than going to some school and learning about it or you know okay I, I just wanted to say that but and they that person will be you know one of the keys let me let me keep this simple but hone in on some things God has a ministry for every person and so one of our purposes is to find that ministry that He has for us. And an example is like Mary Baxter. Um, to her credit, she found her ministry. Um, she sought the Lord. As far as I understand from her books, what I've, what I've uh, in reading her books, she, sought, she was seeking the Lord with her whole heart. And she found... She was already saved, had been saved, but she, Jesus came to her and said, this is the ministry that I have for you. I'm going to take you to hell. And I want you to write a book about it. And I want it's going to, many souls will be saved um, through this. And so that's an example. We can learn from that. We can learn from people like Kenneth Hagin and others who did the same thing. You know, just they went directly to him. Amen. Reinhard Bonnke, he's a patriarch of the faith. Same thing. He went, he found, um, you know, he experienced God's presence and glory, and then he started having dreams. God showed him Africa being washed in the blood of Jesus. And so his ministry went from a small ministry to preaching to large crowds. I mean, and not overnight, but... You know, he talks about how there was a time he traveled a long distance and preached to just five people and no one got saved. So, there's three examples. We can learn from them. Um, but so wonderful. Let me go back. I mean, the Lord, so beautiful. So merciful. 
and gracious and giving. He's giving. He's, he's always giving. He's always blessing. He's always available. He's always... Um, a great man of God said, there's a miracle coming right at you or going by you. We could also say, the presence of Jesus is all around us. Okay, or if somebody does not seek Him, then they miss out that day. They, but but the, the next day, His mercies are new every morning, so we can start afresh. Um, and I do tomorrow, uh, I'm, I'm likely going to go in more in depth about their seven results. Seven of the results of the anointing. Number one, God consecrates someone sets them apart for service. And, and I just want to emphasize though, sometimes I don't even want to present too much Scripture because what I've just said like in the last 10 minutes, that's the answer for every person. It's going directly to Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit, who is God. Amen. And finding Him, a person finding Him for themselves not to anything else, not to a person or a church, or even not to the Bible. It's going directly to Him. Yes, the, we, as I said earlier, we revere God's Word and we, and so forth. But someone can know these seven results and know the Scriptures and memorize them, but not experience His glory. His pray, you know, and they miss out. I mean, but but the the results of the anointing. Really, it's the results of, of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior are priceless and unspeakable and beyond comprehension for all eternity. For all eternity. A great woman of God said many people will get to heaven and realize how much they missed out on on earth. Now, that's a hard thing. But, but the point on that is, I think one of the one um, one aspect of that of 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 that is um, is that many people don't realize um, how wonderful the Holy Spirit is, and that He's a person and fully available every day. He's God. But he has a personality that he's um, gentle and humble in heart, lowly in heart. Even though he's God Almighty, he's the most sensitive member of the Trinity. Many people don't realize, again, that heaven's so wonderful and that it's filled with the presence of Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, and that heaven's this glorious celebration where. Saints are literally one with the Almighty God in the image and likeness, perfectly in the image and likeness of God. They're in the prime of life and they're perfect. Their body is so perfect and pure that they are actually, they, uh, even, you know, they look like themselves on the earth, okay? Like they have those features, but they are perfect. And 
their body is literally transparent. People say they can see through themselves. There's no uh, saints in heaven have no gender. There's and and also no organs. And there's no because there's no need for that for that the the it's the power of God and the presence of God the presence of Jesus so permeates them that it gives them um, they'll live forever in the image and likeness of God I mean that's just incredible I mean it's just like I mean it's just truly awesome and it's a spiritual thing but there's also a practical aspect because they people who have been to heaven say yeah they recognize that uh, the people that they know they by their features by their face and their the way they look and and i mean it's just awesome so many people don't realize that heaven is is like that that they that saints are serving the Lord with joy and gladness, that heaven is this massive planet with billions of saints and billions of glorious angels. Something I said a while back that's, that's I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, I mean, maybe people have said it, but saints in heaven, as far as I understand, will also get to spend time with and speak to and learn from angels in heaven for all eternity. There's billions of angels. Billions upon billions of glorious angels. Mighty and awesome and powerful made from God's glory. And every one of them has unique features too. And every one of them, I believe, has a name. They have names. They can speak probably every language on the earth. And they have a heavenly language, I believe, that humans don't understand. And and they desire to look into the things of salvation and people, saints in heaven. I mean, can, do you realize the celebration of heaven is just beyond comprehension? And yet the irony is people think that it's... <laughs> have no concept of that and they people a song has the line heaven is overrated and people th- think that it's i mean what a travid tra- tragedy and a and a pity and that that we as humans miss it so much that we don't realize these things but the main thing is the holy spirit on the earth he's available he's he's that wonderful he's he's god almighty Amen. Amen. Um, thank you again for, for following this podcast. Thank you to our partners. In the last week, we've had listeners from more than 40 countries around the world. And and I just want to pray, uh, pr- pray for the listeners by location. Lord, bless the listeners in the U.S., in Singapore, Canada, Ireland, Vietnam, the U.K., Egypt, Netherlands, Japan, Ghana, Germany, the Philippines, India, Colombia, and South America, Russia, Russia, um, Nicaragua, South Korea, Uruguay, Australia, Brazil, Venezuela, Mexico, Sweden, Algeria, Burkina Faso, 
Indonesia, the Cayman Islands, France, Haiti, El Salvador, Poland, Peru, Spain, Morocco. That's a new one on the list. Um, Romania, Italy, Dominican Republic, Fiji, Turkey, Haiti. That's also a new, a new country. And, ta and Taiwan, a province of China. So uh, one is a province. Um, and Lord bless the listeners just in the last d about day and a half in the U.S. and in Canada, the U.S. and South America, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, in Cusco, Peru, in Europe, in, in Ireland, in Germany, Stuttgart, Germany, in Cairo, Egypt, Hanoi, Vietnam, Bogar, Indonesia, in the U.S., in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, Ohio, Chicago, and, and Texas, and also in Canada. Reveal your glory to them, Lord. If they're not saved, save them. Please do visit our website, wonderreality.org. Thank you for listening and blessings.